Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any Town Pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com slash rewards to register and start saving. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> it's an off week, right? Yeah, there's no game this weekend. <laughs> Riley Corcoran, Coulter Nuanas, Kevin Tuya from the uh, the Perch. We're sitting here at Washington Grizzly Stadium. It's a beautiful day. It's actually sort of disconcerting that it's this nice in mid-November, but here we are. It's rivalry week. I won't be calling it the Brawl of the Wild. I won't be calling it Cat Grizz or Grizz Cat. I'm just going to be calling it the rivalry. That's what I decided we are going to do this week so that nobody can get mad at me. Because someone's what? getting mad at you no matter well, that's what. Right. No, they are for sure. People are already mad at Sammy and Kim because he's tweeting out truth on Twitter and people can't handle it. He is a former Grizz, but what he said was, I mean, it's just a statistic. Talking about winning records, losing records, all that sort of stuff. Uh, I digress. How you doing, man? How was Portland? Uh, it was great. It's been a whirlwind. Three games in three days in three different cities for me. Going to Eugene for some basketball Friday, Portland Saturday, and then Grizz Hoops last night. So it's been a fun uh, fun little weekend, and Portland was great. Treated the Grizzlies well, and you know, just another dominant workman likes win, but it, it was good to be in Portland for the weekend. We'll spend about two minutes on this and then get into the uh, preview of the upcoming rivalry game, 122nd version of Montana and Montana State. But the Grizz coming off of... A 34-10 victory over Portland State. And it was much like several of the other games they've played recently where a little bit of a slow start, I guess you could say. The other team was in, I mean, Portland State was up 3-0 and, uh, you know, sort of similar to how they've been the last couple weeks. And then just an avalanche of points. You know, they scored 34 straight against Sac State. They scored, uh, what, 34-7 to in this game uh, to pull away. And the Grizz defense just keeps building momentum, man. They just keep getting better. I can't believe how many guys they're playing. It's almost impossible to – to, to point to one defining factor and uh it's uh it's oppressive but I mean this is this is the same continued narrative of what we've been talking about the last month or so and it's continued to build week by week and, and I hate saying it was a, a boring game but it was very reminiscent of the Sac State game in the yeah. sense where they got the lead it was never in doubt in the second half and four straight drives to score to start the game I mean for Montana there was limited possessions so it might have seemed like okay lower scoring game Montana was four for four on scoring in the first half on their possessions. They scored six of their first seven. They just rolled. It was very comfortable in the second half. Kalee Iyot getting some good reps in there and looked really good, by the way, in the second yep. half. Couple nice throws, nice drives. Ran a two-minute drill. Got the Grizzlies a field goal. But the second half, it was more. And I said it on the broadcast. You just wanted to put everybody in bubble wrap. I know you can't do that <laughs> in football, but my gosh, when the game was already uh, decided and. It was besides Liam Brown, Grizz got out of there relatively healthy too. So it was mission accomplished, and with it being basically a home game for Montana, it was it was unique in the second half. But that second half kind of flew by, and everyone was starting to look ahead at this one. Liam Brown went down with what looked like a bad injury. He'll probably be out for a while. There's no real silver lining to a guy like that getting hurt like that. But the fact is, they have played a bunch of guys on the offensive line. So I mean, this is a sort of new newfound territory for the Grizz, right? They actually do have backups on the offensive line. Yeah, they do. They have eight. I mean, eight have been rotating. Tanner Pavlov has been playing all the spots, right? He's been playing both guard spots and right tackle. And even when Chris Walker got 
tossed the other week. He played a little left tackle too. He's played four different spots in pretty much every single game. So yeah. he, he's kind of that Journey Swiss Army knife. Rotated in and yep. out. Journey Grimsrud now 13 straight starts at right guard, but he can move over to the other side. So this was the vision, right? When Coach Howe got here five years ago that you can have eight guys you're comfortable with and not only that, that they can play all sorts of positions. So we'll see who's able to step up at left guard for the Grizzlies. But yeah, they're very comfortable because of what they've done all year long with this offensive line, which again, we talk a lot about the defense and the offense figuring it out. These guys, I mean, it's easy to overlook what they've done, but man, they have really rectified what looked like a tough situation at NAU and they've really came together. And you're right, Colter. I think there's eight guys deep and and they're comfortable whoever they can put out there. It's interesting because a lot of times when teams win in the fashion Montana does, it takes um, almost a manic effort to get there. And this Grizz team certainly playing really, really hard. No doubt about it. But they also settled into being calm. Saturday was a very business-like, you know, there, there was no real ebbs and flows or panic. It was just kind of like once they took the lead, then they just they rolled from there. It's, it's interesting to see how much they've settled in and how confident they are. Very confident. And it's built by week. And I think it started with UC Davis. And that was the first time. And maybe it took a ranked opponent for Montana to, to get this kind of edge. But they got their edge against UC Davis. I, I sensed a different level of confidence. They played like it. And to me, when they're able to throw the first punch like they did at UC Davis and Idaho, that really surprises you. Because then... The other team's the one on their heels. And the Grizzlies, their frantic style on defense can just wreak havoc. But they're settled in. There's nothing that's rattling these guys. And I think it starts with their quarterback, especially on the offensive side. Clifton McDowell just doesn't get rattled in, in any regard of what he does. And, and his post-game interview was Man. absolutely classic. The brawl of the wild or whatever they call yeah, it. Yeah, whatever they call the bra battle. Hey, Cliff, I'm with you. I know people are giving you hell right now because they're like, how does this guy not know about this? I think it's the stupidest name in the world. So I, I say whatever the hell they call it, too. I'm with you, Cliff. <laughs> well, and, and it's great because that goes to show you he's only worried about what matters. He's worried about what happens in between the lines. He's worried about making sure his teammates are taken care of. And he goes, yeah, who's ever next on the schedule? And you know who else loves that? Bobby Hawk. Week-by-week sure. approach. Quarterback, week-by-week approach. Next team up just so happens to be Montana State this week. Blackfoot Communications is excited to announce new voice services for small businesses in Missoula. Paired with our internet services, business Wi-Fi, and technical support, your business can stay connected to your employees, customers, and communities around the clock. Sign up for services in less than two minutes at goblackfoot.com slash more than voice. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot Communications is the official digital sponsor of Grizzly Athletics. Well, let's talk about the rivalry then. I think that that's one parallel that I've found striking over the last six weeks between these two teams is it seems like a cliche in coach speak, but I really do think in this day and age, it's not just in college football. I think it's in all elements of life. You and I were just putting our phones on do not disturb because you got to mitigate distractions, right? You yes. do. They're everywhere. It's, it's, it's hard to avoid people bothering you and just sit here and talk with you, right? So both these teams have talked about that so extensively, though. I think that's one of the primary responsibilities and goals of coaching staffs these days is how do we just take care of ourselves? How do we just focus on this and the task at hand? Both these teams have been very, very good at that. And I think that's one of several different parallels that they share. Well, college coaching this, this day and age, your half coach, 
half psychologist, sure, right? Exactly. And making sure that mentally your guys are ready to go. And there's so many distractions this week. And yes, for everyone out there, we're putting our phones on do not disturb <laughs> the next couple of days. We've got some work to do to get ready for Saturday. We're just as excited as you are out there. But uh, I'm with you. And I think that both of these teams, there's a reason why Colts are their number three and number four in the country. Coach Vegan, Coach Hawk deserve a ton of credit for doing that and focusing on the task at hand. And I think this is a an interesting conundrum. Does it become easier when you're an elite team because you know that goal is so close compared to, let's just say, a Portland State that when you're sitting at 500 in the middle, harder to focus when there really isn't a goal at hand? These two teams are oh so close. It's right there in their grasp. Big Sky Conference title, home field throughout the playoffs, rivalry matchup, and, and glory for the rest of your lives. And that's not overstating it, too. For these guys, especially for Montana, this game is going to be a legacy game. We hear that a lot, but you'll be talking about it. Every play, the, what we break down on Sunday and Monday is what's going to be talked about at uh, Barside Chats 20 years down the road. And there's an impact for that, but I do think that both of these teams are so close to their goal that maybe in a way it can become easier just this time of year at least in November and these two teams are laser focused right now I don't think that all of the pomp and circumstance throughout the week throughout both sides of the state everything going on on social media outside of maybe a, a burn of Twitter account or something like that I think that there's not going to be many distractions going on from either one of these teams this week a DUI is a serious charge, and the process can be overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. I'm attorney Dave Maldonado, and I have the experience and knowledge necessary to effectively represent you and make the situation manageable. Visit BigSkyDefender.com today. How many, how many touchdowns has Junior Bergen scored in his life? Junior Bergen, eight receiving touchdowns. You look at, well, oh, you're talking high school too? No, no, just, okay. just, just in the, in, for the Grizz. What's the one you remember? <laughs> Oh my gosh, the the Bobcat touchdown, right. no touch, no no question. How many how many hundred yard games did Logan Jones have in his career for the Cats? <laughs> Who knows? No. But he rushed for 160 against Montana. That's all that matters. You know, right? Like, That's it. What do you remember about Jacque Allen? One thing, the big hit he had to start the Cat Grizz game in 2019. What do you remember about, you know... Justin Ford. Justin, Justin Ford. Ford. I right. mean, he had nine straight games with a pick, but exactly. I'm only going to remember that, that exactly. blocked field goal for a touchdown. Exactly. So, I mean, that's the thing about this game is that you can have crazy career, great careers, and all the plays meld together except the plays in this game. Yep, they do. And I mean, you make big plays in this game, and you might get a documentary made about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. How about Samori Toure, NFL right. player? You know right. what I remember about it? First play in Bozeman, fumble. Yep. And the floodgates were opened yep. in Bozeman a couple years ago. I mean, Brock Coyle played in the NFL for six years. The defining football moment of Brock Coyle's life was when he went completely berserk in the 2013 Cat Grizz game and had like 17 tackles, two forced fumbles, and he won the game for him in his hometown playing for the Grizz. It, it, you could go on and on and on and on and on, and that's why this this game is so sweet. Okay, so what what in your mind? We'll get to like the, the personnel matchups. The other stuff, though, mitigating distractions is a huge key in this game for both sides. What else do you think in terms of that kind of stuff? Well, I mean, you're talking about Big Sky Conference Championship, and I think even more so here in Missoula. I mean, that has been something that's been the carrot dangling for a long time. I mean, it's been since I was in college. 14 years. That's how long I it's I still been. count 2011, but... <laughs> I, I digress. Get, right. I, I've been, it's been beaten into my head here. First since 2009. I was joking with you. I think I've said first time since 2009 a over a hundred times this year. And I think that that's the biggest thing that Montana, not only the rivalry matchup, but just having that, that has been, I don't want to say a weight that could be lifted off their shoulders, but it would be Coulter. I mean, 
this team expects, this program expects to compete for championships every year. I mean, Coach Houck's quote at the end of the Portland State game was normal. Uh, yeah. Well, how's it feel like? It feels normal. Okay. All right. All right. Well, you know what? It did in his first run, and it just hasn't happened the last couple of years. So I think with all of the weight for Montana trying to win that, I think that that's what they have to worry about this week for Montana State. And I heard a little bit about what they said in their press conference today. But, man, coming in this stadium is a different beast, Coulter. It's an absolute different beast. And you look at the last couple of times, Montana blitzed MSU here last time. And then if you take away that fumble back in 2019, I mean, you're, you're also looking at, you know, two straight wins here in Missoula. So I think for Montana State, it's more coming on the road dealing with the elements. Maybe the quarterback situation that they've got over there, can they keep both of them happy in the same game? We'll see. How do they mitigate that? For Montana, I, I just think it's absolutely trying to push through that Big Sky Conference championship win. Alpine Touch has been part of the fabric of Montana for more than 60 years. Decades ago, Russell Street started selling his Touch of Magic in Whitefish. Years later, Alpine Touch's all-purpose seasoning remains a favorite. It's tailgating season, and there's no better way to spice up your grill before a Grizz game than with Alpine Touch. Go to alpinetouch.com now and use the checkout code ESPN10 for a 10% discount on your order. Alpine Touch is here to keep your mouth watering all football season. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. It's tailgating season, holiday season, also right around the corner. Great gift idea. I got one for you. Alpine Touch. They have great gift packages. Visit alpinetouch.com. Have you ever smoked a turkey? I have smoked a turkey before. What do you guys before. do for holidays? You guys do prime rib or you guys turkey? Where are you at? Both. Prime rib Christmas, turkey Thanksgiving. See, that's good. Yep. Okay. Got, uh, mix it up. Can so Alpine both. Touch got some a whole bunch of variety of spices you can use for both the turkey and the prime rib. It's money. Go check out Alpine Touch. This is a little unfair because we're recording this before the Grizz press conference, so we don't have any ammo on the Grizz side of things. But Sean Chambers, who is effusively confident as a, just as a person, I mean, this guy is probably having a great time being a 23-year-old kid in Bozeman, Montana right now. I mean, he's, he's, he's living the dream, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, but he said, uh, we're excited. A lot of guys talk about the environment and how hostile it is. I'm really excited for that. I'm ready to embrace the challenge. I think South Dakota State, Idaho, it helped us prepare for this. We've learned some of the things from those games going on the road into hostile environments. And I think that we're going to be ready and equipped to handle this type of an environment. Not necessarily bulletin board material, certainly a, a statement of confidence. But I will say that one flaw in that is that if you're comparing South Dakota State and Idaho to Washington Grizzly, especially what uh, this stadium is going to be like on Saturday, good luck. Yeah, that's uh, not the best comparison. especially. Well, there is no comparison. There, what, not... what this stadium is going to be like on Saturday is is pretty much incomparable to anywhere that's not in the SEC or in Eugene, Oregon. I'm, go I'm going to say nationally this week, this will be the loudest stadium in right. the country. I mean, Washington, Oregon State's the, the biggest game in the FBS. Yeah. I think Washington Grizzly Stadium. That's in Corvallis, though, right? That's in Corvallis. Yeah, so. because the only – I mean, I've only been to the stadiums out west. The only ones in the south. I've been to Ole Miss. I've been to Arkansas State, whatever that might mean. Uh, you know, that's about it. I've been to all the ones out west, though. The only stadium I've ever – there's only two stadiums I've ever been to that compares to this place. That's Autzen Stadium and Husky Stadium. Yep, and the the level of noise here – This place is way louder than Utah or Arizona or uh, Utah State, Arizona oh. State. It's way louder than all of those. All of it, and obviously USC, UCLA. There's Oregon not much – Oregon State. Yes, there, there's nothing. Wazoo, way louder than Wazoo. <laughs> More people than Wazoo, <laughs> and, I, and I'm even a Washington State alum. So that goes to show you. But There's a lot of things that make Montana great from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. 
Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC. To them to come in here and, and to try and deal with the sound, how loud was it a couple years ago? Oh, yeah. I mean, when Ford scored and, and Bergen yep. scored, I mean, the decibel level, we got to get a decibel reading on it. But I think with Montana State coming in here and trying to to handle of it. Sacramento State thought the same thing. They wanted to embrace it. Well, they did for a quarter, and then things can unravel quickly. Exactly. And I, I think more culture, it's fine to talk about it leading up to it, like Sean Chambers is, that yes, we need to, we're ready, we're ready to embrace it. It's more of once the ball is kicked, though. Yep. Once the game happens, the first thing doesn't go your way. You've got people screaming at you. You can't hear, and you're going to try and weather the storm there. That is going to be the biggest challenge, I think, for Montana State to come in here if things don't go their way early. Because call it what it is. Matt McKay didn't want any more. They no, didn't know right. who they wanted a quarterback the last time that, that this happened here in Missoula. And if that yep. happens again, first half, can Montana State regroup? That, to me, is going to be their biggest challenge dealing with this. I mean, the last first-time starter that, that did well in this game at quarterback was Dalton Sneed back in 2018. And Troy Anderson was kind of the other side of that coin. And then Sneed you know, played again in 2019. And it wasn't necessarily his unraveling that caused that result in, in Bozeman. But I, I would say that the, the unraveling of Matt McKay here in 2021 and the unraveling of Lucas Johnson last year in Bozeman were, were key factors. We see it all across college football. We don't see it as much in the big sky unless the teams are in Montana because there's not a lot of places that make you unravel. But like the unraveling of quarterbacks is one of the key storylines of college football every week. Yes, and even more so, I mean – the, the environment gets to you, whether you want to talk about it or not. Or, or you start riding the environment, too. Yes, yes. That's what happened in 2018 was Troy Anderson started riding the environment, and all of a sudden you got the comeback for the ages. <laughs> and anything can happen in-game when you talk about yeah. what these two – I mean, we're going to break down stats and get into it. How much of the stats do you think do you throw out the window Oh, here? I always throw the stats out. I mean, the scheme-wise here, you got the headliner matchup. This game comes down to two things. Can the Cats run the ball against the Grizz defense and vice versa? Can the Grizz muster some form of run game against the Cat defense? And then therefore, if they can or can't, how much can Clifton McDowell's shoulder and then who wins the turnover battle? So that's what it comes down to. And field position in the special teams games. Special teams there, I think Montana absolutely has to win. But it comes down, let, let's just go point number one. I mean, this is heavyweight teams, but heavyweight units. The Cat oh, yeah. offense against the Grizzly defense. Yep. And Montana State's they've cracked the code the last couple of years. You yes, have to have. tip your hat. But what adjustments are in play here for Montana? Don't kid yourself. There, there has there been has be game planning all year long. Both sides do it. Whether they want to admit it or not, there's always a focus on this game. And, and the tinkering and the adjustment is, is just the, the most fascinating thing for us to watch from this chair. How do you adjust from game to game? And really, are you ballsy enough to pull out something in this game that you haven't shown all year long? Are you confident that your team can execute that? Or are you stubborn to the point of, hey, our strength is our strength. We're going to just stick with what's worked. Now, when we're talking about Montana... That's the problem for Montana, though. Schematically, what, they're, what they do defensively is a problem for everybody in the conference except the Cats because of the way that the matchup works, right? The Grizz, hyper aggressive defense they get you out of gaps the cats are so good with being patient and then cutting back against it that's where you get these gash plays that's why it's been such a lopsided matchup a couple times the last couple of years well and then the answer 
to, to you, I, or I guess the question I would have for you to that is, is how do you counter if you're Montana? Because remember the first half of the season, we were talking about the lack of sacks, the yeah. lack of pressure. Was that because they were experimenting on the back end, maybe for a game like this? Sure. Potentially. They've shown that they can absolutely bull rush you with the Riley Wilson rush end and, and yeah. be able to go. And they've also been able to drop back into coverage a little bit this year. Now, I mean, dropping back into coverage is one thing against a team that throws. Montana State, you know they're going to run the ball. I just think you got to, again, tip your hat to a team. You know what they're going to do, and you still can't stop. Part of the glory of building a business comes from leaving a legacy to ensure your business continues thriving into the future. Have you asked yourself lately, what is your plan? Forming a personalized business succession plan is essential to know the passion you put into your business will carry on. Nick Tabor at Westpac Wealth is here to help you navigate all your business succession and retirement planning needs. Give Nick a call at 728-6699 and keep the spirit of possibility vibrant while making your future more tax efficient with a personalized business succession and retirement plan for you. Yes. I think that the two things that the Grizz have now are, first of all, one of the number one things they changed on the back end is that the third linebacker, they play basically four linebackers, even though one guy is an edge. That's like the Riley Wilson and then sometimes Janicaro, sometimes Hill spot. Those guys can play both, Hill and Janicaro. That's why they're so good. But there's the edge spot, then there's the two inside guys, and then there's used to be the guy that ran the alley. That's the Robbie Hawk position. That guy doesn't isn't the same anymore. Ryder Meyer runs the alley pretty darn good, but it, it's not as, ne- as necessary in their run fit. The other part is they used to rotate all the safeties to different spots. Now Trajan Cotton's the nickel guy. He's playing in the box. He's so good at that. He's so good at keeping things in front of him. That's what that's what he's made for in this defense. So I think those things help. And then I also think though you just gotta show him some some faults like voodoo fronts like Idaho is doing. Idaho is showing him all sorts of showing the cats all sorts of false boxes to make Tommy Mallott make the wrong decision in the RPO. Like if you are the Grizz, you want Tommy Mallott pulling it and throwing it. You don't want him pulling it and running it, you don't want him handing it off. Those are the places where the cats kill you. You want him pulling it and throwing it. Well, I, when we talk about adjustments here, right, we're, we're, we're focusing in on Montana's defense because they're the ones that have gotten beat, especially last year. How about if you're Montana State's offense? Yes. How much do you have to alter what you've done? Because it clearly has worked against this specific yeah. scheme. Do you stick to what works? Do you switch it up? And, and also, help us out here. You can understand this better than most, the zone blocking, the, the scheme, and, yeah. and how MSU is able to do it. Also, you talk about the gaps cutting back, but also their blocking scheme is amazing, and they've started the same offensive line every game. That continuity is just invaluable. Whether you're a sports fan or you run a business, you got to have something to wear. Why not get it branded? Why not represent your favorite sports teams, your favorite high school, your favorite college, your favorite pro team? Why not represent your business when you're out and about your respective communities? Anode Designs can help you out. Anode Designs, our great friend Blake Hempstead, contributor at Skyline Sports. He's the man in charge there at Anode, and they can get you hooked up with everything from Anaconda Copperhead gear to any and every sort of branded gear for your business. Find out more, visit anodesigns.com. You can also find them on Facebook. Anno Designs is located at 421 East Park Avenue in Anaconda. You can find them on Facebook or you can give them a call 406-563-0121. Where we get all our gear from Skyline Sports, Anno Designs in Anaconda. One spot you got to watch is their their H slash fullback spot because Derek Snell is the supreme player at that spot in the entire FCS, and I would argue one of the best H-backs in all of college football. He really is. I think that's why he's going to get a chance to play on Sundays. And 
the Cats outside run game, it's so much about setting the edge. Well, who sets the edge? He sets the edge. We saw it against Sac State. When Ryan Lonergan was in that spot, Armand Bailey wiped Lonergan off the face of the earth for the whole first quarter. Then Lonergan settled in and started holding his own. But at first, you're like, oh, my God. Well, now you know why Snell's so sweet because Snell never gets wiped out like that. Well, Lonergan settled in. He's been good, but he's not. You know, Lonergan is a very good player in the Big Sky Conference. He's not an NFL guy. That's a huge difference maker. The other part is the reason that this RPO offense, when you have quarterbacks that can move like the Cats do, is so in vogue is because you can bend the rules so much. Your offensive line can just fire off the ball, and it doesn't matter. There's no downfield blocking because if the ball's out of the quarterback's hands or he's pressing the edge, you can do whatever you want. So key. People don't realize That's that. why it's so disconcerting to player, to coaches like Bobby Houck. I know he hates it. But then he, he started to implement it in his own offenses because he knows it's so hard to stop. Um that's the thing, though. You just got to get them off schedule. That's why it comes all the way back full circle to how do the Cat quarterbacks handle this environment. When Tommy Mullat and Sean Chambers are in the flow, if they are making the correct reads, you can't be wrong. That's why the offense is unstoppable. If they make the right read, you're, you're not stopping it. It's impossible. But you got to make them make the wrong read. That's where the unraveling comes into play. And even breaking it down to a first and ten, getting four yards, getting five yards, that's on schedule. Montana State, right. if they can do that, the, the Grizzlies have to disrupt them. And, and if that's right away doing something different with pressure to try and get a TFL in the backfield, I know this offensive line doesn't allow too many of them. The Bobcat ball carriers can obviously fall forward with the best of them, but you have to disrupt them on first down. Put them in obvious passing situations. If they do, then I think the Grizz feel really good about what they can do with their front and obviously utilize their strengths a little more. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating to see because I also think that both these teams love to play with the art of momentum, and but neither one of them knows how to really play from behind. And neither one of them has had to play from behind outside right. of, I mean, the Grizz. A, a single score is fine. Sure. Just like the Grizz have been down actually a single score to start out the game, like three out of the last four weeks. That's fine. You just can't get down. 10 nothing, 13 nothing on either side of this thing. No, the first, <laughs> first he's one of our uh, loyal listeners. I said, is this the biggest coin toss in Cagra's history? Everybody wants to say that this is the biggest <laughs> game in Cagra's history. I think the coin toss is absolutely going to be one of the biggest coin tosses in rivalry oh, history. See, I love it because we're sitting here on a Monday and like, yeah, one of the more pivotal moments of the game is going to be at 12.03 right? when they toss the coin and decide who's going to defer and get the ball first. But... Every play is magnified. The momentum burst and, and what will happen in this game. One shanked punt could change For it all. Sure. And that's the X factor I think that Montana has. With every Montana State having the edge offensively, Grizz maybe defensively, special teams-wise. Because that yeah. is what has flipped on a dime here sure. in these rivalry matchups. Junior Bergen flips the field. Even flipping the field is going to be important. So interested in that part, too, because you talk about the Bobcat special teams. Brandon Hall was... He, he was a disaster as a field goal kicker for a three-week span. Well, since they removed those duties, he's been absolutely lights out as a kickoff specialist and a putter. He's the biggest guy, special teams player of the week this week because he doesn't have those responsibilities. That part, I think, is is an objective plus for Montana State. You look at Montana, Travis Benham's been awesome all year long. He's been excellent. Then you look at the kickers, though. Casey Kotzman's hit a couple 40-plus yard field goals, but those are at, you know... Those are at home when you're up by four touchdowns. How's that going to work in Missoula? That's going to be crazy pressure. Grant Glasgow at times has been looked like an All-American. At other times, he's he's sort of, I mean, like Coach Alk described it, sometimes it's like a golfer. You know, sometimes you're shooting 75, and then sometimes you can't hit the ball like me. So 
you know, it, it, that I think the kicker's part's going to be huge. And then the return specialists, how about a couple 5'9 guys from Billings on each side? Oh, Junior Bergen and Taco Dell. That's so much fun that we're going to have that matchup with Bergen and, and Dowler. And not only that, but got a little Senior West action there. So add the rivalry, just another layer to it. When you talk about the Grizzly kicking situation, it's been Nico Ramos that's been their kicker the last couple of weeks. And how does Ramos deal with the, the elements that come with it? Seventh year senior, but he's been thrown in the fire the last couple of weeks. The Grizz still don't know who's going to be their kicker on Saturday right. too. So if it's Ramos, I mean, decision-making from between, how confident will Coach Vegan and Coach Houck be if you got a fourth down and five at the 28-yard line? Are you mm. going to send a 45-yard field goal out in this element? Or are you going to go for it? I don't know, man. See, I think that that is going to play a part. I, I don't think we're going to see many long field goals in this game. You're going to see a ton of fourth down attempts on both sides. Yeah. That, that's kind of an early prediction of, of forecasting this that – there won't be many field goals in this one. Introducing SmartBiz, the ultimate Wi-Fi solution for Missoula's small businesses from Blackfoot Communications. With out-of-the-box dedicated networks, top-tier security, and network failover, you'll stay seamlessly connected. Just $20 a month, no contracts. Sign up at blackfootsmallbusiness.com slash better Wi-Fi and connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Right, Corkin, voice of the Grizz, joining us here on the Big Sky Breakdown. It's presented in part by Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot Communications is introducing SmartBiz, the ultimate Wi-Fi solution for Missoula's small business community. With out-of-the-box dedicated networks, top-tier security, and network failover, you'll stay seamlessly connected for only 20 bucks a month. No contracts required. Sign up at blackfootsmallbusiness.com backslash better Wi-Fi and connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Old Works Golf Course is one of the most challenging tracks you will find anywhere in Montana, and that's why they host so many of the premier golf tournaments around the Treasure State. The 18-hole course measures at more than 7,700 yards, making it one of the longest courses in the Big Sky State. The Jack Nicholas design comes from one of the best players of all time and one of the world's leading course designs. Jack Nicholas has designed over 310 courses, including this gem located in Anaconda, Montana. Although right now, golf season is coming to a close, the Old Works Golf Course PGA Improvement Center, featuring PGA professional Andrew Alamey, is now open all winter. Andrew can help you with expert swing and mental coaching, plus custom club fitting, and they have multiple state-of-the-art track band simulators. If you're ready to get into golf or take your game to the next level, call Old Works 406-563-5989. And be sure to check out Jack's Grill while you're there. Jack's Grill is also open year-round. Old Works Golf Course a gem of the Treasure State located in Anaconda, Montana. we got to save some stuff. So what? Uh, anything else you want to add before we do your deal? I do. I want to go to the other side. Because okay. everyone's talking about cat offense against Grizz defense. Absolutely should. That's yep. the headliner, right? Yep. I want to talk about the other side. Because sure. that, to me, has been the biggest improvement for the Grizzlies. They are the most balanced offense in the entire country. And who the hell would have said that sure. back in September? Over 200 yards a game passing and rushing. Clifton McDowell's been great. Tell me more about the Cat defense and how it matches up with the attack that you've seen, especially recently, from Montana's offense. Well, the Cat front four is really, really good. They play about 10 guys up there. I mean, Brody Greeby's one of the, I'd say, top candidates for Defensive Player of the Year in the league. Kid from Melstone, Montana. Sebastian Valdez is the, you know, the Cat's version of Alex Gubner. He's the big boy in the middle that makes it all go around. But I think that Blake Schmidt and uh, Paul Broad are both playing really well in the middle as well. Kenneth Iden, Ben Seymour, great pass rushers off the edge. 
The Cats never blitz. That's going to be the dichotomy. The Grizz blitz all the time, and the Cats never blitz. How does that matchup work out? Well, you look last week, Clifton McDowell had a pocket to work with. He actually yeah. had a pocket the last three weeks, and you've seen the passing numbers yeah. continue to increase. Uh, Cats at linebacker, banged up. Mikado Riley and Nolan Askelson are, are both playing well, but they like to play three there, even though it's a two-man deal. They like to rotate three. They don't really have a third guy. So what happens when somebody, you know, Eli A.B., Neil Daly, Cole Bullock, like those guys haven't played in games. I don't really think you can roll them into this game. And then the Cats secondary, they've had a lot of injuries, but they, they've played a lot of guys because of it. They have five good corners, so they can rotate there. Like Ryland Ort's one of the best safeties in the league. He's the guy that makes it all go around. Drew Polidor is also playing at an all-league level on the back end at safety, but he's been wearing a cast that never stops growing. Another Keeps getting it wrapped and wrapped and wrapped, so I don't know if, they can, if the Grizz can attack that or not. Clifton McDowell making plays out on the edge and finding his receivers, that's, that's going to be what it is is the girls got to run the ball that's going to be the key is who can run the ball on both sides 230 or more last three games great dare i say have been putting up bobcat like numbers sure. at least in the rushing game and it, it's cool because it, it's old school football right it, who can establish the run what front is going to play better what team's going to win the turnover battle you got number three versus number four i mean right Pinch, pinch us up here, Coulter, totally. that, that we get to talk about this all week for, for two Montanans that love this game, that the 51 weeks revolve around this, and we get this kind of matchup. Yeah. I mean, this is something you dream about in July and August. We're like, ah, it'd be kind of cool if it was an outright conference championship. I know that you're going to say it plenty throughout your shows throughout the course of the week, and I'll ask you on, on my Inside the Den podcast here in a second, but you ready to say this is the biggest one ever? Biggest matchup ever Ooh. between these two? Man, it's got to be one of for sure. I mean, they're all so big, and they all have different ramifications. I mean, those ones in the early 2000s when the Grizz were such a juggernaut and the Cats were trying to find some footing, and they needed to even the rivalry out to make it you know, have any relevance to it because there had just been a generation of Grizz beatdowns. It's hard to say those ones aren't some of the biggest ones in the rivalry. I mean, 2011, that's the last time the Cats were ranked number one. I think that's the last time either of these two teams have been ranked number one. And so then for them to be ranked number one for one week and then have the Grizz come in and wipe them, uh, that was a big-time one as well. Um, but the fact that it's for the outright conference championship and the two-seed and home field advantage in the playoffs and both of these teams, if they secure the two-seed and home field advantage, should be amongst the favorites to go out and make a run to the national championship – I think it, I think it makes a, uh, it's hard to argue that it's not at least one of the biggest rivalry games in history. And we'll see if the game transpires to it and lives up to the billing just as far as the competitive side of things. But the, everything surrounding this and the build-up, three versus four, conference championship, I'm ready to say it's number one and uh, can't wait for Saturday. Riley Corkin, Voice of the Grizz here on the Big Sky Breakdown. Do yourself a favor. You got loved ones, especially from out of state. How about a Montana-made gift pack from Alpine Touch? They have a new Big Sky Bird Blend for your turkey or your prime rib. They also have brand new jerky seasoned with Alpine Touch as well. An assortment of seasonings, including the Cold Smoke Rub in collaboration with the Kettle House. It's the best rub for anything pork, trust me. Alpine Touch makes the best Montana gifts for the holidays and stocking stuffers. Get yours today. Visit alpinetouch.com. Riley Corcoran, you can find him on uh, all of the Grizzly Radio Network for both uh, football and basketball. I can't believe we got to call basketball game on Thursday, too. You're a stud, man. I, I don't know how you do it. Uh, you can find them on all the Grizzly Radio Network. Also, download the Varsity Network app. This thing is sweet. This is how I stream all the stuff. You get the coaches show on there. You get all uh, the Grizz games on there as well. And also, check out the Inside Den, the Den podcast. Guess who's on there this week? Me. So you can hear us twice uh, this week. All things rivalry uh, all week long. Thanks for being here, man. Absolutely, man. It's going to be a fun week. 
Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any Town Pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com slash rewards to register and start saving. Town- 